Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Good morning. Oh, it's Corona. Coronavirus. Worse than music from Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah. So here's the deal. Since coronavirus is still a thing, we'll keep you updated and hopefully keep you laughing with a Mark and the Interpol coronavirus update with, with jokes. Let's start out in Moscow. As it has turned out, the United Kingdom is the first place to allow uh, an, an approved, a governmentally approved vaccine. But Moscow has had a vaccine for a while, and they're now opening up a vaccination center. Come on by. Bring the kids. COVID-19 vaccination centers will be open on Saturday, offering shots of Russia's Sputnik V, or I'm guessing Sputnik V, vaccine, according to the sitter's mayor. Shots in Russia should only involve Smirnoff, <laughs> not Sputnik. Yep. And so, if you're looking for a weekend destination, that's the place to go. Now, you heard about um, Elliot Page. That was uh, the former Ellen Page, who has now come out and identified as a non-binary transgender man. Man yes. wants to be wants to have male pronouns mm-hmm. being applied to him now these days. Yeah, I'm trying to get this right. Yeah. Hollywood executives are really, really unhappy about this really? because, yeah, now that uh, Elliot Page is identifying as a man, they have to pay him twenty percent more. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Surprisingly embracing reaction from women. I didn't, I didn't see that I coming. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't see that one coming. So Interpol has issued a global warning that organized crime groups could target the upcoming coronavirus vaccine. Oh, boy. By peddling fake shots and stealing supplies. So uh, if you get your vaccination from a guy named Richie, who is wearing a new track suit, you might want to double check on that. My wife comes over last night and she screams at me, you haven't listened to a single word I've said, have you? And I said, honey, that is a really strange way to start a conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And so I just mentioned the uh, the UK's uh, approval of the coronavirus vaccine. Dr. Anthony Fauci says the British regulators who authorized the vaccine didn't scrutinize the trial data as carefully as the U.S. FDA is doing in its review. All right, then. You know, you know, a lot like the dental situation, England is going to be a little <laughs> bit behind the United States, I think. You know, I, 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 had, uh, I had a girlfriend who owned a parrot. Really? Yeah, that thing would never shut up. Really? Parrot was cool, though. <laughs> And there is your Mark and Neanderthal coronavirus update with jokes. jokes. All right, so story I'm officially sick of. Okay, what is it? It's not the Elliot Page story. It's not uh, supposed election fraud. Right. It's the monolith. Yeah, I'm I'm sick of it. I am. It's not real. It's not aliens. It's nothing. You're being scammed. That, this whole thing, it's in Utah where they, they not, found not this. Not just in Utah, though. Yeah. They're all over the place. Yeah, they found this monolith in there in, on public land. It's like, yes, 
Was it put here by aliens? No, it's some guy with a workshop. Yeah. And a blowtorch. Yep. <laughs> he fashioned this cheap-looking thing that's like 20 feet high. I love the fact that uh, people have gone and looked at it. They're like, well, if this was built by aliens, these aliens are the worst welders ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's and it's also the inside. It's not even solid. The inside of it is plywood. Yeah. It's plywood with like a some sort of a... Aluminum veneer on the outside. It's I, not even a well-built monolith. Yeah. If you're gonna do a, if you're gonna perpetrate a hoax, at least put a little bit of pride in your craftsmanship. Yeah, like in the movie 2001. Now right. that was a monolith, and that's what I, you know. And it's funny because I, as I look at 2001, if you saw 2001, the monolith in uh, in Utah, very similar. I'm wondering if 2021 is going to be an anniversary year for that movie it's at some be point, something. and we're, we're going to get a, a 20th anniversary. It has to be part of some sort of publicity campaign. Yeah, it's, I would, I would they, have to assume so. Yeah, I saw something yesterday. Now they've they've removed somebody removed it, and they don't know who. It's very yeah, mysterious. There's another one in Romania allegedly as well, and another one somewhere else. And monolith, you're being scammed by yeah. the monolith. And you know what? This is 2020. It could at least be a stereolith. Exactly. Yes, we're at that point. I'm not wrong. No, you're not. Um, and to be honest with you, Mark, uh, showing your age right there at this point, Bluetooth technology. It should be a Bluetooth lift. <laughs> A you Bluetooth forgot, lift. You forgot the quad step in between stereo oh, yeah, and well, Bluetooth. My, my so. mistake right there, yeah. Um, a surround uh, lift. <laughs> yes, let's not, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Here's the thing. If you happen to find yourself in the middle of the desert or some remote area, just say monolith, play KSLX. <laughs> <laughs> if you could do that, that would, be, that would be helpful for us. Yes. That's all we're asking. Hello, everyone. This is Maria, and it's time for Time Out for Spanish. As a public service, and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking Time Out for Spanish. We've got Greg from Phoenix on the phone, and he is going to play for a $25 gift card from Port of Subs, your neighborhood sandwich shop. And we'll play Time Out for Spanish, where we give you a Spanish phrase, then you have to translate it. Are you ready to do it? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. All right, here comes your Spanish phrase. Los que se ríen por última vez piensan más despacio. Did you hear that? Holy crap. No, yeah, I, I know. Hear it again. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Los que se ríen por última vez piensan más despacio. All right, well, that does translate into one of the following. The good news is I'm going to give you a choice, choice for you here. Is it A, whoever said nothing was impossible obviously never tried slamming a revolving door. <laughs> B, show me a piano falling down a mine shaft, and I'll show you A flat minor. Oh, oh no. <laughs> or C, those who laugh last think slowest. Which one is it? Hey. <laughs> Uh, it's C. It is C. C. Yeah, correct. Yeah, it almost sounds oh. like you said A first. I was gonna gonna have to buzz you, but yeah, no, you worked for that. The struggle was real. Yeah, I could hear yeah. the one synapse firing in your head. So congratulations. Oh, yeah. well, thank you very much. Thank you. Time out for Spanish weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. So it's Mark and Neander, Paul. We are, both of us are, are huge, you know, at least were huge professional wrestling fans. Yeah, as and kids, definitely. Every Saturday morning from 10 to noon, I was locked on Channel 56. Yeah, yeah. come on. I was all about it, man. So uh, a, a giant in the industry. Yeah, this is funny. They used to start WWF programming with this song a lot of times before they realized, hey, they're using our music. They should pay us for that. Yeah, the Moody Blues were like, 
hang on a second. Yeah. Hang on a second. Then, uh, then WWF got their own music department and yeah. started making their own music. But that sounds just kind of like this, but yeah. not enough like this that they'd have to pay a royalty. So, a giant in that business passed away. It's not a name that some people would would necessarily recognize, but not literally a, a giant either. He's not one of those guys that was like freakishly large or had a uniquely um, notable character trait about him. No, he. The last time he was in a gymnasium, he was just stopping off to use the restroom. Yeah, and then it was, leave. It was the first time he was in a. Gymnasium. Uh, but uh, his name was Pat Patterson, and we saw this yesterday. We're like, you know, that's not really that big a name. But the interesting thing about the guy is that he, they, you see some of the headlines that says the first openly gay professional wrestler. He was openly gay within the business. The people in the business knew. Right. The fans didn't know. Um, but when he was a star in like late 60s, the 70s, early 80s, that was not a business where there was a lot of tolerance for gay people, and he was openly gay. Yeah. And was a huge star, and then after that was a hugely influential guy behind the scenes. It's kind of amazing. What's interesting about Pat Patterson is, um, and again, openly gay in the business, and even fans, you know, some fans who some are fans knew. Do, who really know, uh, you know, the, follow the sport, knew about it. Um, but of all the sports in the world, and I use sport liberally in this yeah, situation. Yeah, of course. Uh, of all the sports in the world and all the industries of the world where being gay would probably be one of the most negative things, keep in mind where wrestling was biggest. In the South, the American yeah. South. And if you it's wanted massive to be, in the American, it's still big in the American South. If you wanted to be a bad guy and get booed by the fans, if you took on the persona of a gay character, automatically you'd get booed. But Gorgeous George was they based on you. gay character. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I mean, Ric Flair, to a point, was was sort of flamboyant and effeminate looking. Adrian Street, Adrian Adonis, all yeah. those guys. Yeah. But another great thing, amazing thing about Pat Patterson is that he left Canada. He's French-Canadian. Yep. He left Canada without speaking English. He only spoke French. He didn't speak English at all. As a teenager, to get into the wrestling business, English was his second language. We have a clip here. He's known for mixing up plurals and singulars. He didn't put S's on the end of a lot of things. It's so a common thing amongst the, amongst the French-speaking Canadians that they, they certain things don't come out the right way. You'll hear him say here he's on to bigger thing, and he is one of the best wrestler in the world. <laughs> I really don't care. Now I'm up to bigger thing. You're looking right now on your television screen at one of the best wrestlers in the world today. <laughs> Pat Patterson, the new intercontinental champion. One of the things the about first Pat first intercontinental champion. What I love about that is, you know, and this is how wrestling has changed. Nowadays, he would absolutely go out there and go, you are looking at the best, the absolute top of the... But back then, it was like, ah, I'm one of the best. Yeah. One of the best. And they left it in, too, because there was no time or money for reshooting that scene. Yeah. So they kept doing that. Pat Patterson, never a world champion, um, but the first intercontinental champion, right. um, which which really confused me as a kid because, I mean, I, I don't want to flout intelligence, but intercontinental means between continents. There are only a finite number of continents. If you are the champion of all of those continents, <laughs> are you not the world champion? Unless wrestling in the ocean is a thing. Yeah, it's a matter of semantics. <laughs> what that is. But we just thought that was it was worth noting. I saw a picture of him yesterday with one of the headlines and it said first openly gay wrestler passes away and he's wearing a, a blue and white leather cowboy vest with long fringe on it. And I'm like, we may you know, maybe we could have guessed. I don't know. No, because it's wrestling and, and I mean look at the way the uh the ultimate warrior dressed true yeah I mean, he, no, looks, he looked like a little girl's bike yeah flamboyance is is what it's all about really in that business yeah. so but uh pat patterson 
has passed away, a giant in the business. Now, the fact of the matter is uh, his funeral is now be expected to be a loser leaves town match. <laughs> yes. And, of course, he'll be buried in a 10-foot-high steel cage. And for those of you that are upset that we didn't use that that's not a coffin match, that's the Undertaker's gimmick. Let's not be silly here. That's right. Mixing gimmicks. 100.7 KSLX. Pat Patterson. Pat Patterson. Goodbye. Oh, immigrant song. See, he's from French Canada. See what we did there? We're going to tell you about 10,000 for the troops where we collect cards and letters and send them overseas to yeah. soldiers, men, women, service members who can't be home for the holidays. Yeah, it's it's something we've been doing for a couple of years. And, uh, you know, 10,000 is, is sort of the, the, the watermark that we go for. We usually blow right past it, but we understand this year it's a little more difficult. So we've got a whole bunch of places that you can drop off cards. And we've been starting to hear this week from people that have been collecting cards yeah. on their own, which is awesome and bringing them by a bunch of places. This is actually great. We got, uh, I think it's we've got two guys on the phone we're on a conference call with francis and dave from ups lighten up francis <laughs> ups inside sales it's an inside job here. oh boy but i think they're both combat vets what's up man we just wanted to let you guys know that uh our veterans group and all of our folks here at our office even though we're spread out across the valley right now are going to probably be bringing about a thousand cards to you guys on monday wow that'd be awesome thanks fantastic you so much. We were just able to have a Zoom call this morning, and we let them know what you guys are doing and that it's near and dear to our hearts. And then one of the bigger supervisors actually was able to come on and reiterate the same thing and said that he had a friend who, when he was young, was stationed overseas. And this kid got, he said, close to 15 cards at Christmas time, and it touched him so much he still has those cards. They meant that much to him. That's a great story. Yeah, we greatly appreciate you guys, too, doing this. Uh, it's our second year doing it, and uh, we're actually hoping to get all of UPS involved here in Phoenix next year. That would be awesome. Yeah, no, we'll hate that. We, you yeah. know what? We double-dog dare you. Yes, triple-dog. <laughs> um, there are, like you said, numerous drop-off spots. Every single Earnhardt or a rodeo dealership, Porta Subs, every location. Law Tigers has a bunch of motorcycle places. You can check at KSLX.com to get all those. And Desert Diamond Casino West Valley, and of course, Military Assistance Mission. Earnhardt's paying for the postage. Military Assistance Mission does all the logistics and gets those cards overseas. KSLX.com is where you want to go to find out every place you can drop off uh, a card for 10000 for the troops. Now, I'm not sure this person will actually see the weekend as a free person because they are the Mark and Interpol dumbass of the day. Yeah. Lots of commotion this past Saturday night in Warrenton, Virginia. All right. Right around 1130 in the in the evening. Okay, then. 74-year-old Nancy Blau had already turned in for the night. Yeah, it's 1130 after all, and she's 74. So. Oh, well, that's understandable. Sure. It's probably somewhere off in dreamland yeah. when she was rudely awakened. How dare? How wooed? How rude indeed. Rudely awakened by the sounds of things smashing into each other. Twisted metal. Oh, boy, God. Sounds like a car accident. Yeah. All coming from her backyard. Oh. Nancy got up to investigate, and I'm sure this was a little surreal. You know, it's probably the kind of thing where it's like, am I dreaming here or what? Sure. Because a drunk driver had crashed into her backyard. Oh, boy. Yeah, stuff was all over the place. No good. Yep. So, what to do in this situation? Now, you could go downstairs and go over and... 
check that everybody's okay. That's probably the smart yeah. thing to do. Maybe you call 911. Oh, that sure. Yeah, sense, there's right? been an accident. Yeah. You might want to yeah. get, get some emergency personnel out here. Make sure everyone's okay. Yeah, but Nancy didn't really have time for that. Why because not? Because as she got down there, the, the driver of the vehicle started to try and pull away. Pull out of the backyard. Oh. Yeah. So he, was what to, to, he was trying to do a pullout. Yeah. What to do in this situation? Shoot him? Well, you get the license plate, right? Well, of course. Yeah. He probably left it in their front in her backyard anyway. Yeah. No, no, didn't. Uh, Nancy chose the method that you mentioned. She opened Did fire. She really? <laughs> oh, my God. I was kidding. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't. Uh, she, she had her gun with her and opened fire on what, the vehicle. What are you going to do? Like, somebody yeah. crashes in your house. with a, You walk down the stairs with a gun. What are you, shoot the car? <laughs> what the hell's the point of that? Yeah, the driver was able to get out of Nancy's backyard without being shot. Good for him. And then Nancy called 911. The driver was found unhurt, but very drunk. It was a woman <laughs> driving the car on a nearby street. Wow. And the cops then came back to Nancy's to let her know what had happened and so forth. Right. And then to arrest her. Of course. For reckless discharge of a firearm and wow. unlawful discharge of a firearm into a vehicle. <sighs> Yeah. It's an extreme reaction, but then again, maybe she was groggy. She's you know. 74. <laughs> you do weird things. I guess. Uh, Nancy is being held on a $5,000 bond, and Nancy Blau is the Mark and Neanderthal <laughs> dumbass of the day. Now, by the way, I think we should both get credit for getting through this entire story without going, blah, 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 blah. I think that was a beautiful story you just told. Dumbass of the Day is sponsored by Chandler Harley-Davidson. Find them at ChandlerHarley.com. You know, I, I must say, and this is Mark over here, I must say I've been remiss this week. In what way? I have not complimented you, Paul, on your uh, your new haircut. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. very yeah. elegant. Yeah, thank you very much. Very, very cool looking there. Yep. Thank Aerodynamic. You. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 I, I had to clean it up. Just I, I did the Prince Akeem. I walked into uh, a random barbershop and said, just make it look neat. <laughs> and that's what he did. He made it look neat. <laughs> yeah. No, it's very nice. No, I did a good job. That's all you want to tell us about your haircut? Well, I, I thought, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, they shave the sides. I haven't seen that for like two years, at least. Yeah, well, it's been, yeah, it's been, it's been a while. Here's the deal. The last time I got my hair cut was like a year ago. I mean, literally just about a year ago, like November 20 something or other yeah. of 2019 and then COVID. Yeah. You know, so it was real yeah. difficult to get a haircut. I literally, I've had, and I have some friends who are, who, who cut hair for a living um, and have offered me, uh, you know, an opportunity to get the haircut. And I just haven't had time. I've been doing other stuff. And as you know, um, my hair is long and occasionally unkempt looking if it's allowed to grow underneath. So I was out doing a random shopping chore to get some stuff at a hardware store the other day. And I happened to come out of the hardware store and look to my right. And there it was, an old school barber shop. Barber pole. Red and white barber pole. And and door wide open, said, walk-ins, welcome, cash only. Mm-hmm. So I sauntered in and sat down and waited for my turn. There was a guy sitting in the, in the old school barber chairs, you know, the old big like yeah, leather sure. barber chairs that you yeah. crank up and stuff like that. And I was introduced to who I think might be my new barber, Fasco. Fasco? Fasco. I've never heard that name. Well, fa- well he, well, uh, Fasco's from Sinaloa. All right. So he's, I guess that's a common name down in Mexico. I don't know. But Fasco uh, invites me to, you know, he, and it's weird because he's been in this country for a long time, but he has still has a very thick Spanish accent. Right. And so he's like, come on, sit in the chair. So I, I sit down in the chair and he puts a thing around my neck and somebody goes, uh, what do you want me to do? I go, just make it look neat. <laughs> 
And he goes, okay, buddy, I'm, I'm going to go uh, step by step. I go through the entire thing with you. Go to it. And I'm like, all right, cool. It's cool. And then. Uh, so he, was he like, this is the scissors? <laughs> no, no, he wasn't. He's not, not that, an idiot. Not that step by no, step. No, he's not step, okay. that step by step. But but Fasco, um, and and to his credit, he had he had a huge beard. Like, it was it was Sasquatch-like, his beard. Um, but he was wearing two masks. He had, like, the, the surgical mask underneath. Mm-hmm. And then he had the stylish black, like, nylon mask with a little breather on it. I don't know what they okay. call it. The M85. Yeah, Talking about yeah, M ninety five, whatever they call yeah. that man. So, so Fasco, he starts, he's, and he's taking me step by step through what he's going to do because I guess he had long hair at one time. So I trust a guy that had long hair okay. to sit there because you know you sit in a barber chair. Okay, you don't sit in a barber chair, but not anymore. You sit in a barber chair and you trust somebody with scissors going to your hair, and it's going to take a year for it to grow back, if if that. So Fasco starts in on it, but before he does, he goes, "Uh, you want some music?" I go, "What? You want some music?" Oh, do I want some music? Yeah, sure. So over in the corner is like this vintage, like 1940s RCA Victrola type radio thing. And all of a sudden, Fasco picks up his cell phone. And like 13 seconds later, it's like, all right, give me what you got, Fasco. Really? ACDC? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm sitting in the barber chair and Fasco's coming out with his little clippers. <laughs> I'm like, this is the coolest haircut I've ever had. <laughs> and the last the last time I got my haircut um, was, again, November of last year. Right. And I think I paid somewhere close to $200 for this haircut. I went to a stylist and all that deal. Gotcha. Uh, I, Fasco charged me 20 bucks. There you go. 20 bucks. I gave him I gave him 40 because, obviously, small businessman trying to do his thing. Nice. You know what I mean? He gave him a nice, nice big tip and stuff like that. Well. And so now I'm thinking maybe every eight weeks or so I go see Fasco. Yeah. And have him, have him neaten it up. Sounds like he could do a lot worse. Yeah. He's, I was I mean, going to say, it looks, it looks it, good. It looks it's very clean. It's neat. Yeah. Look. No, I think it adds an air of dignity and sophistication to those sweatpants you're wearing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Hey. I really mean that. If you could come to work wearing pajamas, <laughs> you would too. Now, here on the Mark and the Anderpaul show, we are certainly not going to debate the merits of any alleged voter fraud, any truth, any fiction, whatever. We're not going to get into that. But we, we take a, a fairly strict no politics rule unless it's universally funny. And in this case, it's, it's universally, universally funny. funny. Yeah. So here's the deal. They, they did one of these hearings yesterday in Michigan about alleged voter fraud. And Rudy Giuliani, who has been, uh, you know, he was. Sweating last week, had the shoe polish running out of his yeah, hair. Yeah, he looked like a melting candle. <laughs> it was very bizarre. Yeah. He, well, um, you know, you say to yourself, what can you do to top that? And <laughs> he did. Just a quick, short clip from yesterday's proceedings. See if you can spot what we're talking about. The answer that I gave you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness. <laughs> <laughs> One more time, please. <laughs> sure, in case you missed it. The answer that I gave you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness. <laughs> Now, there have been a lot of disagreements over the last four years. You know, some people said there was collusion with the Russians. Other people have said no collusion whatsoever. But all those people can agree that this is a fart. Witness. 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 Yeah. You should see the video. 
Whether we'll you, post it, that for you. You think maybe that might have been doctored or edited until you see the video. And there is a woman, a lovely woman, sitting right next to Rudy Giuliani. And the minute she hears it, <laughs> she looks right. She up. gives him the proverbial and completely accurate stink eye. The answer yes. that I gave you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness. <laughs> There have been people chanting, lock her up. There have been the other side saying, enough about the emails. But all those people can get together and agree, this is a fart. Yeah, it certainly is. The answer that I gave you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness. (laughs) So there it is. a special message from Family Guy. I used to think flatulence was something to laugh about. Truth is, 300 million Americans a day expel gas through their anus. To learn more about flatulence, you can visit my ass. The answer that I gave you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness. <laughs> it's 854. That's something we can all agree on, right? Farts are funny. They'll always be funny, and we will always be children. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. Sure they're illegal. With a free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Dramatic pause. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Do Choose. Light, comfy, good to go to.